What? Excuse me, what? Because I thought a bitch said something about some weed. Hello, and welcome to the introductory episode of the Seriously Stone Podcast, where we will be discussing various weed-related topics, news, products, and, if we're honest, general delinquency coming from me, entertaining y'all's high asses. My name is Devin, your host, the most high, your highness, the highest but the flyest, thank you kindly, and I and my co-host, Gray, are here to hopefully elevate you from just getting high to getting seriously stoned. Beautiful. Beautiful. I want you all to know he did that in one take. It was just astounding. I was so proud. That shit took a lot of breath, but you know what? The highest and the flyest is here, like I said. So, what's going on today, Gray? What do you got for us? Oh, yeah. So today we're going to be introducing everyone to Hello, the Seriously Stoned Podcast. So, we're going to be going over a few things, like... First and foremost, we're going to be getting stoned with y'all while y'all listen to this because why the fuck? In fact, before I continue, I'm finna hit a bowl right now. We just had an introduction in here. I don't know if you heard it, but Sarah came through with a packed bong for yours truly. And she had the nerve to, to barge in the room and say, did someone say weird? And I was like, yes, yes, I did. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> All right, now this, now this, oh yes, go ahead, go ahead, get high. We we need to be on the same level. Please so, take us into the menu for today, Greg. So on the menu today, we're going to be doing the introduction to cannabis, uh, i.e., our backstories, because everyone has a backstory. Like some some of it, sometimes it's fun, sometimes it's sad, sometimes it is just ridiculous. And like many other people, I personally have two stories because my first time smoking cannabis is actually different from the first time that I actually got stoned while smoking cannabis. Um, After that, we'll be going over what is going to be my precious baby for this show, the gourmet ganja segment. So I'm going to be going over um, homemade edibles, how you can do them, what I've done, uh, and how to do it safely at home. Because quite frankly, I enjoy and I hope you will too. Yeah, and eventually I'm hoping that Joe-ass actually starts to make me some some edibles. Because that would be just fantastic to be sitting here super high and super fly on edible. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to let that shit go. I'm not letting it go. Um, After that, we'll be doing something called um, the Seffle Session. So every episode, what we're going to be doing is we're going to have one or two strains that we have never smoked before. And we're going to smoke it live for you guys to hear. We're, we're going to, you know, going to be giving our review on it, how it smells, how it tastes, how strong it is. Since I always get them from a dispensary, because luckily Devin and I both live in Michigan, where marijuana is both uh, recreational and medical, we can just, you know, pop by the store any day and you know buy the stuff. Oh yes, yes, throw in the subtle brag. I like, this, this is not a subtle brag. This is a brag to, specifically to my Texans. Because I, I, I'm sorry. It just sucks for y'all down there. You know what? Got, I got several friends, and let me tell you, like, one of my, one of my good buddies, he, he does not appreciate the fact that he cannot seem to find sativa strains down in Texas. That's a, that, yeah, that's rough. 
Um, but you're right. It's not a. It's not a. It's not a subtle brag. You you were straight up boasting. Yeah, oh, yeah. Right. No, no, I'm boasting and aiming more so. I'm just attacking Texas. But you know what? Yeah, I don't. I'm trying to stop <laughs> you from doing that. I actually have respect for my Texans, and uh, you are trying to make enemies for no. I, I'm not trying to make. Okay, you know what? Because they're gonna they're gonna clap back and be like, "Okay, we got all oh, this good weed that you ain't asking even heard of." Then they're gonna be like, "Okay, send me that shit," and then I'm gonna get some free weed. And then I gotta admit they write too. So you know what? I'm trying to get some free weed. <laughs> Assuming that anybody is gonna send Joe ass free weed. You know damn well there ain't shit that's free. I don't know why weed would be any different. Well, I mean, the cost of it is me admitting that I was wrong. Fair enough. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Devin. So you want to take us into your marijuana backstory? Because actually, I've only ever heard yours once, and so I'm not that familiar with it. So I'm looking forward to hearing this. No, sir. I don't think you've ever heard this one. Oh, um, oh wait. Oh, okay. Never mind. So my first time getting high. All right. So there's a backstory to this. Just there was a motivation for my first time. Not my first time getting high, but my first time smoking weed. Actually, it was in college. It's kind of lame. Yes, my first time smoking weed was actually in college, um, and it was my sophomore year. The first time that I did it was actually in pursuit of pussy. For some, yeah, yeah, in pursuit of pussy. So, we, me and my friend, we had just happened to be over at this other dude's house, and he was rolling weed or whatever. We were having a conversation. I didn't know who any of these people were except for my friend who happened to be, who was my roommate. He's rolling weed or whatever, and we're talking about it, and I'm getting text messages from from this girl or whatever, and, and we're planning a meetup or whatever, and she asks if I have any weed, and I'm like, well, n- no, no, I don't, because at this point, I've never smoked before in my life. So the dude is rolling or whatever, and he's like, look, I'll sell you this right here for, for $10. I had no idea whether or not that was a good deal or not. Wasn't familiar on prices, nothing. I was just like, well, you know what? She wants weed. Let me get her weed. So I paid the $10 or whatever. I meet up with her. We go and smoke over by the, the, the train tracks or whatever. And I'm like, wow, this is fucking awful because I don't feel anything. I wasted $10. She's not even high. We ended up walking back to like her dorm room. I didn't get anything. The whole experience was just fucking awful. Wasn't high. And... I still got nothing. So I just paid $10 just to, to smoke, uh, a, a, I don't know, a couple leaves, basically. Oh, that is, yeah, that is unfortunate. That, that, that's one of those, like, bad stories that I was referring to earlier. <laughs> like, yeah, like, well, like, 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 it's not like, you know, an awful thing, but it's just like, oh, okay, well, that's just, like, not a great experience when you're starting. Like, yeah. I mean, it could be worse things, but, like, that's just kind of, like, you know, depressing a little bit, if I'm being honest. It's depressing to you. It was depressing as hell to me. I was I was very upset. Yes. All right. So, should I go into my story now, or do you want to tell us about the first time you actually got stoned before I start my? No, I actually want to hear about the first time you have smoked. Uh, okay. I, yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Okay, so, coincidentally, the first time I, I ever smoked marijuana was also in college, and also during my sophomore year. Oh, I don't uh, think you're wrong. Thank you, Gray. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it, 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 even more so, it was actually on move-in day sophomore year of college. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> me and my uh, roommate from freshman year lived on the, in the same dormitory sophomore year. We were just on different floors. So uh, at, 
uh, since it was move-in day, both of us had finished moving into our respective dormitories, and we didn't have much to do, so we were just hanging about. Now, at this point, I, of course, never smoked marijuana or cigarettes. Uh, and he was like an avid smoker back home. So when you know, when he came up, he had brought some marijuana with him. Mm. Um, so I, he and I are hanging out, and it comes up a conversation. It's like, okay, yeah, sure, I, I, I can after I go and help my buddy Logan move in because he had just messaged me and said he was on his way to the dorms, and I wanted to help him move his shit in real quick because the sooner he get his stuff moved in, the sooner we can get rid of his parents and the sooner we can get into the college debauchery that we all love. Right. So, um, so after I helped Logan moved in, uh, he and I went over to uh, my buddy Nick's and um, all decided that we, we'd go smoke together. Uh, we weren't sure what we were going to smoke because, again, we were in the dorms. So um, Nick said, hey, we just go for a drive. Um, so uh, we, got for, we went for a drive. I got in the back seat, Logan route shotgun, and Nick's driving. And Nick brings out this blunt he had rolled at some point. Mm. And so, um, as we're just, you know, cruising around campus because it's moving Cruising down the street and not spot. <laughs> yeah, so we're just cruising around campus, you know, <laughs> going maybe 25 miles an hour, if that. I doubt that we're even going 15, really. And, you know, we're just puffing on this um, blunt. And, like, Logan and Nick, you know, they're getting a good buzz going. They're, you know, enjoying it. But, like, I'm not really feeling it because, you know, I don't know what to expect. I don't know how this is going to feel. Um, but I think I may have felt a, a smidge because, like, I, I recall, like, my face, that, you know, starting to get, a, like, a little bit warm, like, you know, towards the forehead. You know how some strains do that, like, headband, right. I know, like, hits you in the face immediately. Right. Yeah. And so, so, you know, I felt that a little bit, but it was, like, mainly just, like, kind of warm. It wasn't, like, anything, and I didn't, like, get, like, any mental or physical, like, impairment or, like, high from it. So, right. like, I didn't, I don't know if I actually got stoned or maybe I was just, like, didn't smoke enough, uh, whatever. But, like, that was my first experience of actually, you know, smoking. But, like, I have an entirely different story for my int- first experience getting actually stoned. Yeah, <laughs> me too. And mine actually involves our, our mutual friend, Tyler. Oh. <laughs> so, I think I'm going to hop into mine. Uh, the first time I actually got stoned is actually embarrassing. Uh, I forget what actually ended up happening, uh, this night, because, yeah, I, yeah, I, I was gone. Is that the night you right. saw the portal? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it, yeah, well, I mean, yeah. So, we were at his apartment or whatever, and I think this is the first time he had me hit a bong. I didn't, needless to say, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. I, I inhaled. And I tried to take in all of the smoke. Uh, I think I inhaled incorrectly. Either way, I about died coughing. I fucking died. My esophagus hurt so bad. After that, he just, you know, I'm sitting there and I'm, we decide we're going to go out for a smoke or whatever because I feel like I need one after the coughing fit that I just had. Um, As we're outside and he hands me a cigarette, we're sitting there and I think we're talking about Marvel or, or, or DC, something. We're puffing on cigarettes. That's when it hits me. I don't know what the hell. I lose my fucking mind. Okay? I started freaking the fuck out. I turned and I looked at the door. And I think somebody had walked past us to, to walk into the to, to the apartment complex. Uh, the apartment building. When he opened the door and let it close, for whatever the reason, my brain told me, oh shit, that's a portal. And that's the only way we're ever going to get back inside this fucking building. And the shit just closed. So I screamed yelled oh my god 
the portal is closing. Tyler, fucking save us. The portal is closing. And he's looking at me like, yeah, what are you talking about? He goes and he grabs the door or whatever. He opens it and I fucking run. I bolt inside the building or whatever. I run inside the apartment. Uh, well, inside the uh, inside his apartment. And from that point forward, I am on the ground. I'm rolling, screaming, talking about there are fucking aliens coming to abduct me. I am losing my shit. This is the most terrifying thing I have ever had happened to me in my life at that point um i don't even remember what the hell happened how i came back from it i think i just fell asleep at some point uh but when when i woke up uh tyler gave me a fucking earful about all the shit that i went through that night yeah uh, <laughs> yes yeah, so, yeah, i, I that makes me upset because i remember hearing about that story a few hours later because i was at work at the time that it happened yeah uh yeah Unfortunately. Yeah, no, you came. Did, yeah, didn't you come over like at some later point that night or whatever? Yeah. And you're like, what the hell is going on or something like that? Yeah, all I, all I remember was like I walked into uh, Tyler and Logan's apartment and they were they were just like making fun of you about a portal and I, I'm thinking at first, okay, like why are they making fun of you about a video game? And then it all started to make sense. No, actually, and, and, actually, the time the time that you're talking about, the time that you're talking about, um, because Logan wasn't there the first time. Oh, the he was. You're talking about is the second time. Oh the my! Same damn thing happened to me. And okay, so I got yeah. Right okay. And I looked at him. I looked over at him. It was the second time I actually got. I looked over at him, and there was a portal like swirling around like his whole entire body, separating me and him. And I looked over at Tyler, who's sitting on the opposite side of me, uh, and I'm like. Hey, Tyler, you gotta help me. You gotta pull my arm because Logan's dead. He got sucked into the portal and it's right next to me and I'm gonna die too. And I said it so fucking casually and so nonchalantly. Logan looked at me and he's like, wait, no, what? Why am I dead? What, what the hell is going on? <laughs> and I was like, look, I don't know. I can't save you. You're dead. Tyler, save me. And so he's like, okay. And he pulls my arm and I just fucking flop on the ground and you know, I kind of pass out right there. That's the second damn time I got high, and that's when yo ass, I think a few hours later, came to the door, like, hey, hi, my name's Gray, and they... (laughs) (laughs) Really? Was the embellishment of the really necessary in this? Come now. I mean, to be fair, sometimes that is kind of how I see you. Oh, yes, yes. (laughs) Just for all of you listeners, Devin and I have known each other for years at this point. The better part of a decade, so like he'll make fun of me quite frequently. And don't worry, (laughs) when I get in the mood, I'm going to shoot my shots right back. Some of this shit is going to get real raunchy and inappropriate. Raunchy and inappropriate? Whoa, hold on there, Tiger. You're not my type. Not yet. (laughs) (laughs) yes okay that was the first time i actually got stoned uh what about you okay yeah so the first time i actually you know experienced the effects of cannabis was the first time i actually experienced the effects of cannabis (laughs) you sound so proper it's so cool i wish i could do it Oh, you know what? I, I I wish I could sound like a ruffian. A ruffian? <laughs> <laughs> you still, was that an insult? Because you still sounded so damn. I wish I could sound like a ruffian. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so I think we're fast forwarding to 
probably yeah probably second semester of sophomore year yeah so that would have been the first time I actually got stoned so it was at um over the week over one of the weekends holiday weekends when uh when the dorms were pretty much empty um and everyone who was in apartments was hanging around partying and whatnot so my old friends from freshman year uh, were throwing a little you know party to get together from some old, uh, older people who they hadn't like seen in a while and so i you know i dropped by i chugged the beer said it was up and you know chill after uh, most people had left and there was just you know me a few of the girls my buddy Emeka. We, the, the girls were like, hey, y'all, y'all, y'all want to smoke? And I'm like, you know, sure, I've done it before at this point. Like, I doubt it's going to do much to me because, again, this is my second time ever smoking at this point. So, at this point, they, they don't even roll up. They don't have a blunt. They have a bong. Um, and I hit the bong two or three times. And, you know, for like the first, like, you know, 10, 15 minutes, I'm feeling, you know, I'm feeling pretty good. I feel like, like the come on and, like, I'd already started drinking a few beers at this point so i'm like okay i'm feeling really good and um after we had finished the uh, we we sat down to watch a movie for the evening and during the film i sank into the couch and <laughs> i i mean that like, kind of physically because at some point during the film my body got so heavy from the uh cannabis i was physically unable to move myself like, I couldn't lift my arms, I couldn't move my legs. Like, the only thing I could do was move my eyes and, like, use my brain. And then my brain was, like, in a half fucking fog. Like, I don't know what, I don't, yeah, I don't, yeah, that was an extremely strong marijuana for a beginner, I'm sure, because I could not move. And, like, when I tell you, like, I had to piss, I could not go. <laughs> like, for a good hour and a half, I was unable to move my body. And the girl was just, like, they just said it'll wear off. Just you know, relax. And I'm like, okay, but I can't move. Yeah, I mean, like, so that's like not super duper. Thank you. Yeah, I'll just chill out while I can't move. No. Yeah. I'm <laughs> yeah. So that was the first time that I got stoned. Compared to you, I I had it easy. Like I am surprised you even went back to Canada after them experiences. Like, I don't first, know. Like to first be fair. you got first you got nothing out of it. Then you got too much out of it. Yeah, but to be fair, uh, I was very leery about smoking from the point of which I had actually gotten high. Uh, so it was a very rare experience where I was actually allowing myself to, you know, deal with cannabis from that point forward because I just thought, you know, it affects me, you know, way too heavily. Um, but over time, you know, you, you get a tolerance to it and it doesn't do that. Uh, I stopped smoking heavily for, for quite a while and then I kind of picked back up maybe about you know two years ago started dabbling a little bit by myself yeah uh, and kind of evolved from there i've only been smoking for just over four years with you know frequent use like before then it was like sparingly like i'd smoked mm-hmm. like maybe less than 10 times probably before four years ago mm-hmm. and then like after at, like at one point i was just like hey you know what fuck it i uh I was about to start a new job. I had several days off in a row, and it was a party weekend, so I didn't have anything to do like in terms of homework. So I, my, again, Tyler and then my friend Percy, we, we all got together and, and had a three three or four day bender of just weed and alcohol. Okay, that sounds awesome. Um, a little salty about no invite, but that's cool. Yeah, fuck me. I can't imagine you weren't invited. 
Yeah, I didn't. I just probably didn't know about it. Yeah. <laughs> you guys all go off and do your own things and, and whatever. Um, what else do we got on the list here? Because I think that's pretty much the end of our uh, our, our uh, first experiences. Uh, yeah, yeah. So next we can do the sample session because quite frankly i want to get a little bit more stone before i start talking about edibles okay and i have rolled a king size joint that i have been saving for this particular moment because it, i have not smoked this weed before and it's for a big block um it's grown by pure options i want you to know that i love the queenie okay that you threw in there that, that was that was fantastic the what <laughs> did you even not did you not even notice that you did that did, what did i do <laughs> you, you were like i want to get a little bit more high okay no no i did not notice that i did that <laughs> <laughs> no i was like all right shit i get i got you i got you yeah well either way oh, get, <laughs> the lighting of the joint is commencing are you getting a little bit more stone too? Please, please. Like we, we gotta get stone with our fucking listeners, okay? We here for you. Oh, shut the fuck up. What? Oh man. We gotta get stone <laughs> with our listeners. We here for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, people are gonna think you're just being mean to me at this point. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, okay. I'm just having fun at your expense. Yeah, like I, I, like I, I know, I know. <laughs> like I know that. Ooh, there's a weed to Oh yeah, okay, okay. Uh, so what are you smoking? Uh, so yes, yeah, so I'm smoking the Big Block by Pure Options. It's oh yeah. A, yeah. I, I want to say it's a hybrid. They weren't very clear on their website. Like, sadly, a lot of the newer uh, shops are lacking in information about their strains. And due to COVID, we can't really like go in there and look at the weed and ask questions as much as we like. So, I feel like an ass cheek. You know, I asked you what are you smoking, and I distinctly remember you explaining what you were smoking earlier. So, really, I'm either high or an asshole. Maybe I'm both. Yeah, like, I, I I feel insulted that you don't think that you can be both. I I feel insulted because I know your potential. <laughs> you know what I am. Shut the hell up. You don't know my potential. You already understand what I am. All right. So now that we've lit this weed, oh, wait, are you over there smoking? Do you want to talk about your weed real quick, or do you want to just get into this next session? I mean, let's get. I'm, well, I'm just smoking this. Uh, it's black cherry soda. I'm not really sure if this is a, a hybrid or an indica. I haven't actually had it sitting right in front of me, but. Just got it last night, and it's actually really smooth. How's it taste? Cause mine, mine's like pretty earthy with a like a like a bit of a peppery aftertone. Uh, it's a little fruity, uh, a little. It's a little piney, but also a little fruity. It, it's got a it's got a really interesting um, taste. You ever had like a? I don't know. There's a certain there's a certain taste to to some strains that I'm like, ah, yep, this is going, this is going to fuck me up. This mm. is actually going to fuck me over. Um, and this is definitely that for me. Okay. Okay. Yeah. This one is, this, this is, this was definitely a creeper. Like I, I'm only like a quarter through this joint cause I wrote a king size. I'm never smoking it by myself and I'm just like, good Lord. 
I can feel it like starting like at a head high, and then I'm, I'm, I can feel it like going physically. Yeah, it's definitely is a hybrid. So I, think it, <laughs> so I think it might be in, depending, I think it might be in uh, Indica Dominant. But we'll see. We'll see how we like somebody gets like the next hour. <laughs> All right, so on to my favorite topic, just because I absolutely love, love, love it. Gourmet ganja. And it's called that because I am bougie. All right, so for, for this segment, we're going to be talking about um, homemade edibles. Personally, I prefer homemade edibles to the ones I get at the dispensary just because um, they're generally stronger. I can make a variety of stuff. I get to improve my cooking skills in the kitchen and uh, they stuff at the dispensaries are usually overpriced. Like, Damn. I, I, I mean, if we're do, if we're being honest, like I, I would rather not pay twenty five dollars for a chocolate bar. Damn, shoot at them, why don't you? So I'm going to be helping everyone at home make their own edibles. We're going to be doing talking about and doing infusions. Um, obviously, cannabis butter because there's no bigger infusion that people would know about than cannabis butter. But I also like to make kenna honey, honey tinctures. And as well as a variety of other things, wet set things. So, like the other day, I actually made a um, batch of wheat sugar, and I used it to make some sugar cookies that got me extremely stoned. It was fantastic. I mean, how did you? How? All right. So, first, what you want to do when this is like, I would say the most important thing about doing any infusion, making any edible at home. You must, must, must decarbonate your marijuana. What I mean by this is it needs to go into an oven uh, at 240 degrees for about 45 minutes. During this 45 minutes, you are going to, um, you know, move it around and make sure it's crumbled and all that. So there are different uh, ways you can do this. Um, most people like to use a baking sheet or something, but... But why? Why, why, do, why do we have to... To decarb it. Oh, why? Oh, yes. I was going to get to that. But I'll oh. get to it. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, um, yeah, most people use a baking sheet, but personally, I use a mason jar just because I think it's like more, much more safe. But the reason that we do get do this in the first place is because if you do not decarb the weed, it will not be activated. And so if your TH, if the THC isn't activated and your marijuana, then you're going to get only a fraction, if any, of the effects that you want from the marijuana. That's why we burn the marijuana initially or we vaporize it. It has to be heated to a certain temperature in order to be fully activated for when you consume it, it will have the effects. So like if you were just going to think about, you know, crushing up some weed and like or boiling it in, in butter like it's not necessarily going to work because your weed it might not be activated or fully activated so you're going to make, essentially be wasting your marijuana yeah so um, after decarbonate in a mason jar um, I will take it and put it in a pot of water on the stovetop for about three to four hours and during this period in time um, it's only on medium so the water evaporates fairly slowly. So you have to check on it like, you know, twice an hour, like every 30 to 45 minutes. You are going to shake up the jar, you know, just really get the um, keef and everything that's baked in there just to get really infused into the butter. Because after you are done uh, with this, you're going to separate the particles of uh, flour from the butter itself. How do you, 
well, are you going to explain how we do that at a later point? Nope. Or? nope, I'm going to do it right now. Oh, okay. All right, so, so uh, when you're doing that, I find it best to use um, what's called cheesecloth. Uh, you can find it at any grocery store. It's only a couple bucks. But you can also use one of the, some of those um, very um, thin strainers as well. And uh, what you're going to do is you're going to have another container where you're going to pour the uh, hot butter over and you're going to slowly pour it over there so that you can drain it, uh, the butter and get out all of the particles. Um, the butter might uh, become discolored uh, and the color of it is based on how, uh, how much plant matter it has in it, not how strong the, uh, marijuana is. So like some people think that when can the butter always comes out green, that is not true whatsoever. If it comes out green, that means that there's a lot of plant matter put into it because it should not be coming out green. Mm. Okay, that's interesting. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. No, my butter always comes out yellow. Like, there's a slight green tint that you can see from the um, coloration, but, like, I've never once come up with a uh, batch of can of butter that is green in color. I've never. All right. Bougie ass. Hey, like, if I'm going to spend $70 to make a jar of butter, I'm going to make it right. I mean, that's fair. Fair enough. On top of that, like if you want to talk about bougie, I don't even use normal butter. Here's a hint. You can use normal butter, but I like to be, uh, again, that high class marijuana enthusiast. And I only use clarified <laughs> butter to infuse because if I'm using, I don't want like all that extra water or like impurities that are in normal butter. Like, again, I'm, I'm, I'm cooking with weed. I may as well go all out. Fair enough. Ah. What the hell did you just do? I may have just dropped the uh, joint, but it's fine. It's fine. It wasn't lit. It was not lit. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, fair enough. As long as you're not about to die. So, or, I mean, is that is that all you got for me for the for the, the process? Or yeah, pretty much. Huh. Okay. And, and so after doing that, I should have. You are ha de depending on how, uh, the quantities of butter and marijuana you want to use. Personally, I like to use one um, gram of bud per fluid ounce of butter. But after that, uh, you're going to want to refrigerate the butter as well. Like, I find that if you let it sit for um, overnight in the refrigerator, you know, solidify, cool down, that it really does like help to bring out the full extent of the effects after you got you okay sweet well super informative super informative what else you got for me on on gourmet ganja no, that's it for the day what i said we're not we're not doing too much this episode remember yeah fair enough fair enough fair i don't see we've already done the outline so like if we, actually we could probably hit. I'm going to stop recording now. I think we're done. I think Logan has like half an hour to edit. We want to hear from you guys. Follow us on Twitter at Stone Podcast and shoot us a message on Instagram at the Seriously Stone Podcast, where we'll have plenty of pics, stories, as well as recipes from our gourmet ganja segment.